we're uh, walking through the Gospel of Luke. Uh, we're in Luke chapter 6. Come to this uh, scripture, and it took me most of the week to figure out what the Holy Spirit wanted to say. Um, it was very challenging, because I'm like, what? what are you saying? And then finally, uh, the, God spoke to me in a very uh, wonderful way, and I hope I'm able to articulate that to you as well. All right, so here's our verses. You guys ready? We're in Luke chapter 6, verse 17 to 19. What happened beforehand, uh, right before this verse, was when Jesus, he went out to pray, he prayed all night, then he chose the 12 disciples, and these are the next verses. So the 12 disciples, or the, not the 12, the, the 12 apostles, these are the ones that he was bringing close to him. Uh, and then this is what it says. He went down with them, that's with the 12 apostles, and stood on a level place. A large crowd of his disciples was there, and a great number of people from all over Judea, from Jerusalem, and from the coastal region from Tyre and Sidon, who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled by impure spirits were cured, and the people all tried to touch him because power was coming from him and healing them all. So I was trying to figure out, what is Luke trying to do by introducing this, the, the next part with, with this thing? And this is what I, I just came to my mind, was that Jesus has now brought the 12 closer to him. He, it, it says right here, it says, a large crowd of disciples was there. So there were already a lot of people that were following Jesus and wanting to hear but Jesus had to- chosen the 12 and said, you guys are going to be my ambassador. You're going to be me in a, in a couple years. So I need you to start to see what I see and start to hear what I hear and start to have the heart that I have. Good? Say it again. All right. Say it again. Danielle says, say it again. So he brings them closer, and whenever I'm reading uh, the, the Bible, I always want to find myself. I always, do you guys want to be one of the apostles? I don't know. I, 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 when, I, when I was, first came to Christ, I'm like, I want to be that guy. I want to be Paul. And then I, 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 I see that he gets stoned and, you know, in a different way than I used to get stoned. And, and, uh, you know, and they throw him out of town, and, and he'd be left for dead and shipwrecked. And then I'm like, I don't think I really want to be Paul. <laughs> I, want, I want to have the glory of Paul without any pain, please, no pain. And uh, because, uh, you know, so, but, but I still, every time I read the Bible, I'm like, I want to be one of the inner circle. I want, to, I want to be walking with Jesus. I want to be close. I want to hear what he says at dinner time. You know, I want, to, I, want to, I want to see what's going on. And so these guys were chosen out of that large group of disciples. And we talked about it a little bit. They weren't chosen because they were great guys. They were chosen because they were just average people. How many average people we got in the room? Average? Okay, I know we have some stellar people, but I, I, I know you're all going, me, I'm average, <laughs> you know. 
But those are the people Jesus uses. You know, now there are, you know, he, he uses also stellar people and he uses people that are subnormal. Uh, I think I fell into that category. People that were that stayed on the bus too long. It's like, oh, okay, I'm the last guy on the bus. I guess you're it, you know. So, <laughs> the short bus, exactly. Okay, so knowing that, uh, so, and again, we always think that maybe we need to become better to be useful to the, to the Lord. But it's not, it's His Spirit working within us. It's not, it's actually Him working in us. Is Jesus the best? Yes, so if Jesus is working in you, then, then, you're, then he's the best, and the best is going to come out. So he, it says that he went down with them, and he stood in the level place, and the, this next part's called the, the Sermon on the Plain. And I think the first thing he wanted them to do was he wanted them to see what he saw. And if you really look at this, at, at this thing, it, it, it starts to break your heart. It says, A large crowd of disciples came, and there was a great number of people from all over Judea, Jerusalem, and the coastal region around Tyre and Sidon. So I had to get out my, my map of the, of the Holy Land. I don't get it out very often. But uh, actually, I just typed into Google. I, I, I said, how far is it from Tyre to to uh, to Nazareth or Capernaum, and I looked at that, and it's like, it's like a, a four to five day walking journey. Uh, you, they have buses now, but they didn't have buses then. And then if you were in Jerusalem, it says they came from Judea and Jerusalem. That was also at least a week's walk. That's crazy through the desert. Yeah, and yeah, it was. I mean, so so these guys they had heard of this person, Jesus, and they're like, I want to either follow him as a disciple or I want to be healed by him. And they're willing to take two weeks off of work, right? Most of you only get a couple weeks of vacation, right? They took two weeks off of vacation. And I, I thought to myself, this is like the original Woodstock, you know, <laughs> except there were no bands. There was just Jesus. And it was worth it to them for what the hope of who Jesus is would be to them. And he wanted the disciples or these apostles to come and see this is what's going to be in your life because I am going to now send you to these people just as, as I have been sent to them. And I think it, it, it must, you know, at, at first, and I, and I think about it this way, I'm a pretty selfish person. Uh, are, are you guys, you guys, mo- most of the time, I'm, I'm pretty selfish. In, you know, when we come to church, we're thinking, man, I hope the, you know, I come for myself. I hope the preacher has a good message. I hope the Holy Spirit shows up. I hope God will heal me, touch me, do something, you know. I mean, the reason I come is for me. And these guys were apostles, they were in that group. They were part of the disciples, like us, right? And it's like, okay, you know, everything Jesus is doing for me. And the good, and there is a wonderful part of the gospel. I want you to know that the gospel, while it's completely God-centered, from God's perspective, it's completely people-centered. Because He wants to bless. He wants to open the eyes of the blind. He wants us to understand who Jesus really is, right? His 
I mean, that's why he, he put all the weight of, of the sin on his son so he could open the door for us. So in some sense, it is about us. But once we see him, then we realize, no, this is all for your glory. <laughs> you know, Because when someone gets saved, that's wonderful. They go to heaven. But who gets the glory? God, because he sacrificed his son for you. I can barely fathom it. And so Jesus was trying, I mean, this is like their first day. It's like your first day of apostleship. I want you to look at this crowd. And I want your heart to break. I think the problem of our world, I mean, we have, we're overstimulated by bad news. Right? I mean, you know, everything you read is, is like bad news. And, and you say, wow, that's tragic. You know, a certain amount of people died here, a certain amount of people are shooting here, you know, tsunami here, uh, you know, war here. And you're like, wow, man, that's bad. And our heart doesn't break. And Jesus was trying to help these guys move from what he feels for them to come and feel the same. I was convicted even as I was sitting in worship or standing in worship this morning. There was an opportunity for me to pray with someone that I didn't pray for this week. And, the, and the, yeah, I'll, be, I'll be a chicken like, like, like Beth. Thank you. Chickens, chickens unite. <laughs> I don't, it was an opportunity. And I didn't think, actually, I didn't think about it. I wasn't like, okay, I, I thought about it, and I'm not going to do it. Uh, but now it's even worse, because now I thought about it, and I'm like, now I have to do it on Monday. <laughs> uh, it, so it wasn't a point of disobedience or chickening out. It was, but my heart wasn't moved in the moment. That's what I'm trying to get at here, is that Jesus was trying to train the apostles to have their heart move in the moment. To, to, that when they saw the need, when they read the newspaper, there's a, a, a bomb came into a building in Ukraine. If we're going to read that, then our hearts need to be moved by it. If we're not going to read it, or if we see it on the television, you know, we're watching the news and we're like, wow, bummer. Then either we're trying to desensitize ourselves from the pain of the world, which Jesus feels moment by moment, or we're going to be involved in it. This will have you turning your television off. (laughs) Right? You're like, because you're going to have compassion overload. And I think that's what Jesus was trying to give them here, was realizing, look at this crowd. They've come for a seven-day journey just to see me. And I want you to feel and see what I see. Okay. I know, there's, I know, I couldn't find anything in here, and then all of a sudden it's like, there's so much in this. <laughs> because if we're a disciple of Jesus, we are the ones that have to feel so that we can pray and that we can act. 
I, I, I was thinking about the, the story of the rich young ruler. And I, and, I, and I felt like the Holy Spirit was speaking to me as I was thinking about it. It's like, it's so much easier to divest yourself of everything to follow instead of try to juggle your life. You know, how many feel like you're, you know, you're, like, you're juggling your life and Jesus is in the juggle and, and you keep coming back and going, I want to be, but, but I want this most, or at least most, uh, you know, but then you go over here and you lose track of him. Well, Jesus was commissioning these guys and he was saying, okay, I, got, I, I want you to see what I see so that your heart will break because I want you to see the need. Now let's, let's uh, switch tracks for just a minute. So they come from all over and, and those who had come to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. Those troubled with impure spirits were cured. That's, those were demon-possessed. And the people all tried to touch him because power was coming from him and healing them all. I, should, I, I know, I want, I, want, I, I want to go to the final point, and I was, going to start, you know, I was going to start with it, because Jesus, these guys, they didn't know what was really, they didn't know who he really was. But could you imagine being at this situation right here? And people are just like, if I can just touch him. Because power is coming from him to heal everyone. And he was trying to get them to see, I want your heart to be broken. I want you to see people for who they really are, not just a group that you can preach to or a, you know, a group that you can you know, teach but I want you to see them so that my power can move through you too to heal them. A verse that's very close to our denomination is Hebrews 13.8. <laughs> Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. That means that all that's happening right now. <laughs> that means that all that is happening right now. What we're reading here, all the promises of God are yes and amen. They're not bound by time. Is that the power of God still wants to emanate from Jesus, except Jesus is in you now. And so when I forgot to pray for that guy, <laughs> that I was going <laughs> to, instead just walked away feeling anxious, actually. Instead of saying, let the power of God come and change the situation in your life. So we are those ambassadors now, right? We're, we have an opportunity every day to come into the world of pain and make a difference through our prayers. And if it's not something on television, if it comes into our life, somebody's struggling. I, we, we have the Christian school here, as you know. Um, parenting is difficult. Anybody have kids? <laughs> <laughs> Parenting is extremely difficult. Kids do not become what you have in your heart for them very easily. And even if you try difficultly. So how many think that you could pray for a parent today? You could, you could go to any, anybody that has any kids anywhere and say, does your child need prayer? 
And 100% of the time, even if they're doing fantastic, my, my son is Billy Graham, Jr. He needs prayer. He's doing evangelism out there. You know? I mean, right? It doesn't matter where they are. Anyway, what am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that Jesus was giving in the, this commission, and as we read it, he's also giving us this commission. He's saying, can you see people? Can you have my heart for them? And then can you bring me into their situation? And that's as far as I have to go today. <laughs> now here's a problem I've been having. I don't know if you have this. Sometimes I read something or, you know, I always preach these to myself first. <laughs> because I want to I live for Jesus. I've been doing it my whole life, but, but sometimes I'm like... I'm, I do the same thing. It's like, I, and, and maybe, maybe it, is, it is fatigue. Uh, as Maureen was saying, you know, we get compassion fatigue or we just get tired. It's like, I want to serve, but I'm tired. But Jesus says, you have not because you ask not. If I need power, then I should pray for power. If I need wisdom, I should pray for wisdom. If I need life, I should pray for life. Because he is anxiously awaiting us to provide what we need, even before we ask. So we're going to come to the table of the Lord this morning. And now I want to tie something together. So the reason I chose our sacred reading this morning was because the apostles probably saw that crowd and said, no way. No way. Look at this mass of humanity. Look at their needs. There's demon-possessed people. There's people, you know, being carried on mats. There's so much need. And they probably got like, okay. <laughs> okay, Jesus. <laughs> Thanks for choosing me yesterday. <laughs> but I think I'm out. And I feel like that's how we, if we allow the mass of humanity to, to touch our lives, I think we also get, like, I can't really do anything. And then, but then we read our sacred reading. A spiritual gift is given to each of us to help each other. That's a simple statement, isn't it? God has placed something simple in you to help someone. Jesus healed them all. We only have to heal those in front of us or pray for the healing of those in front of us. And so I want to encourage us, and, and, and why don't we go ahead and we'll hand out the, 
the elements of our of our mini meal. Thank you. We can just rest for a moment. Thank you. Thank you. Let's just pause while everybody's being served here this morning. Just let the Holy Spirit settle your heart, speak to you. Lord, we thank you for even these few verses that show us that you are so more, much more than we could ever imagine. When I think about this power flowing forth from you, we know that you were beyond any, any, any person we, we could ever imagine. And we thank you that your power and your healing and your deliverance and your life is still available to all. Lord, we might not see it right away, as you rise our rise faith in our hearts. But we know that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. Lord, I ask that you would help me to see people, not as objects, but as the beloved objects that they are to you. Lord, I pray that you would tune my heart that I would feel what the broken are feeling so that I can use my gift, your gift, in me for them and to pray and bring you into every situation that I know of for your glory. Lord, you're the one that does the work. That's what's so wonderful. We don't have to get in the way by trying to be something we're not. You're God and we're not. So we thank you. All right, as we now, Jesus wants to share a moment with us through this sacred meal. As Jesus told his disciples on the night that he was betrayed and before he was crucified, I, I long, I long to have this meal with you. And the passion of Jesus is always to be close to us. And so, Lord, as we come before you this morning, uh, Lord, we want to draw close to you as you've drawn close to us. And Lord, once again, as not just disciples, but as uh, those that you've called to bring this gospel throughout the world. We ask that you would tune our hearts to be just like you. We want to serve you so that in serving others. 
And uh, as you came to the table, you said, yes, I've, I've poured out my life for you. Now go ahead and pour out my life in you for others. So as we take the bread this morning, let's thank him that he has now filled us, given us his Holy Spirit, given us his gifts so that we can help others. Let's go ahead and take the bread this morning. Lord, we never can understand the cost for you on that cross to save us from our sins. But we're here again this morning saying thank you for the cross. Thank you for forgiving us of our sins. Thank you for giving us purpose in this life that goes beyond this, the small puniness of this world's expectations. And Lord, as we take this cup this morning, we pray that as this representation of your blood and your life that within it would course through our body to energize us to be the disciples you've called us to be this week. Give us opportunity to share your love throughout the world. In Jesus' name. Let's go ahead and take the cup this morning. Thank you, Lord. All right. One last thing as we just pause before the Lord. I love this verse. And the people all tried to touch him. Because power was coming from him and healing them all. I love that. And we just ask, Holy Spirit, that that same Spirit would be upon us to pray for people, that you would heal divinely, not even by our touch, but that we would remember to pray for those that are sick and need healing today and that your power would go forth and that you would heal them all for your glory and for your testimony. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Now I know some people need prayer for healing today. So... Uh, we're we're going to uh, going to sign off. Let me say goodbye to my friends online. Good morning online, uh, friends. Uh, thanks for joining us this morning. We're going to sign off, and I hope you enjoy your week. Uh, be Jesus in the world. We're it. God bless you. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon.